Hey, fancy listeners, Francesca Hampton here, and I am honored that you took time to tune in once again. And I'm committed to sharing content that will make you glad you did. So welcome to the Fancy Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to give you perspective, insight, and encouragement to release the greatness inside of you. I want you to live fancy life where you are fostering achievement, never compromising you because someone is waiting for you. Hey, fancy listeners. I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone that is on this journey with me and has been listening to these podcasts each week. Your support and your interest are amazing, and I am forever grateful. I also want to thank those who reach out and give me feedback. Maybe you don't know, but your comments and especially your application points are so encouraging. For those of you who maybe haven't had a chance to give some feedback, I want to let you know it's quite easy. Now, depending on the platform you're using, you can either leave a comment for those that are on Google or Apple Podcasts, or for those that are on Spotify, Anchor, or using the website, you can actually leave me a voice message using the link or the message button. So don't be shy. Know that I'd love to hear from you. Last week, we talked about self-confidence versus the imposter syndrome. We talked about walking confidently and uncertainty of our own abilities and successfulness and not allowing the impressions or the perceptions of others to become a hindrance to us walking in greatness. We also talked about being a master of one and a jack of many, where we focus and harness our attention and our efforts into the thing that we were created for, designed for, and let the other areas of our lives be branches or aspects or accents, excuse me, to that greatness. Now for this week's fancy thoughts. Our first fancy thought is about self-awareness. According to marksmanson.net, Self-awareness is our ability to observe and accurately identify our thoughts, feelings, and impulses, and determine whether they are grounded in reality or not. We all know that certain things get on our nerves, push our buttons, make us happy, trigger our anger response. Self-awareness is all about understanding that about yourself. We need to be able to know the things that get us or move us in one direction or another. In order to walk in greatness, in order to release the greatness that's on the inside of you, you have to be self-aware. No one can accurately identify your own thoughts and feelings better than you. Self-awareness defined by the Collins Dictionary is the quality of being conscious of one's own feelings, character, etc. You have to understand how you operate. You have to understand why you you feel the way that you do. And that requires a bit of self-reflection. Maybe that'll be our next fancy thought. (laughs) But in the reality is you have to understand how you operate in order for you to operate well. When you're looking at stepping out into business, you need to know those things that might trigger you to respond in a way that doesn't align with your success in that area. More simply put, it's important to know the things that motivate you, rejuvenate you, energize you, as well as trigger you, demotivate you, discourage you, and shut you down. When you are more aware of how you respond to certain things and why, you're able to get ahead of those things and and change your response. For example, if you are easily triggered when someone says certain words or certain phrases or responds to you in a certain way, but that response is actually 
counteractive to the way that you want to be perceived or the way that's going to help you to succeed, then you have to determine in advance how you want to respond. You have to be aware that certain things trigger you, that certain things agitate you, that certain things anger you, and you have to decide how you're going to respond differently in those situations especially in relationships, right? When we are with a partner, when we're with um, our spouses, when we're with our parents, when we're with our children, it is easy, especially for those closest to us, to push our buttons. And sometimes we can blame it on them. Well, you pushed my button and it made me respond in this way. But the reality is no one can make you do anything. They might prompt you, they might trigger you, they might poke you, but the ultimate response is your responsibility. If you want to be sure that you're responding in a way that there won't be any regrets in the future, you have to be aware of those things that cause you to respond that way and purposely determine a new way of responding. Let's say that when your partner tells you or speaks to you as soon as you walk through the door, it agitates you because you need a few moments to to decompress. You need a few moments to get your mind right and switch from, you know, work or school or what have you to being present in your home. What are some of the ways that you can work around that? Number one, you can tell your partner and say, you know what, when I first get home, I need just about five minutes you know, just to, to de- decompress and to, to change and switch my modus operandi, if you will, to being at home and let the stuff at work go. But you can also be aware that your spouse or your children are excited to see you. And so perhaps you can take a few moments before you walk in the house and take a few moments in the car or while you're walking home and begin that decompression process. This allows you to be more present in the home and doesn't put the responsibility of your reaction on other people. But the only way you can do that is when you are self-aware, when you are aware of that which triggers you, which motivates you, demotivates you, which energizes you or depletes you, which uh, causes you to shut down or encourages you to speak out. We have to be self-aware. Our second fancy thought for this week is about being authentically you. And the biggest part that I want to call out today is the recognition that being authentically you does not require shrinking. What do I mean by that? As we've spoken about before, the things that we have been created to do, designed to do, or are passionate about doing may not be unique. It may not be something more likely it's not something that's never been done before. It may already be being done successfully by others. It may be something that has started previous to you jumping into this arena or this area. But the reality is, whatever it is that you were created and are passionate about doing, you're the only one who can do it the way that you do. And the only way you can do that is by being authentically you. In understanding that, it can sometimes be demotivating when you encounter or when you see someone else doing the very thing that you believe that you have been designed and created to do. For example, let's say you're an author. Well, being an author isn't new. People have been writing since before before we can even imagine, all the way back to the cavemen on the wall, to the Bible, to other publications that have been coming out year over year and time after time. But others being authors shouldn't stop you from being an author. Why? Because there is an audience, there is a group of people, there is a sphere of influence that you have that no one else will ever be able to tap into the same way that you can. Just because someone else is doing something similar 
or seemingly identical to what you have been designed for, created for, or are passionate about doesn't mean you have to stop or do less or be less in order to succeed. Being authentically you and releasing the solution that's on the inside of you, releasing greatness does not require shrinking simply because someone else is doing something similar. Our lives are not designed to be in, in competition. Although the world and and society tells us that you have to be better than somebody else in order to succeed, the reality is you have to be the best you in order to succeed. I'm not trying to take someone else's clients. I'm not trying to take someone else's readers. Even in doing this podcast, I am fully aware that there are other podcasts that are out there. There are other people talking about similar concepts that I'm discussing. That doesn't mean that my podcast is irrelevant or less important. There is a group of people that will listen to this and receive what they need in the time that they listen to it. That group of people is you. That doesn't mean you've never heard some of these concepts before. It doesn't mean that you won't ever hear them again. It simply means there is a sphere of influence that I have that I believe can receive and grow and release greatness through what I have to share. I don't have to shrink because some other, someone else is doing something similar and neither do you. Be authentically you. Do what you were created to do, understanding there is a sphere of influence. There is an audience for what you do the way you do it because someone is truly waiting for you. Well, fancy listeners, that's a wrap to this week's Fancy Thoughts. Just as a reminder, we want to grow in self-awareness. We want to make sure that we are conscious of our own feelings and character. We need to know what motivates us, energizes us, triggers us, and shuts us down. And then we're able to walk in greatness with that awareness. And also remembering that being authentically us, being authentically you does not require shrinking. Walk in the fullness of who you are, understanding that there is a sphere of influence waiting to hear, read, receive what you have to offer. Thank you for joining us for the Fancy Thoughts Podcast. I'm Francesca Hampton, and I look forward to you tuning in again next week. And remember, you are well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to accomplish everything you were created for. So go and make this week a great one.